الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاة والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وإذا سألك عبادي عني فإني قريب أجيب دعوة الداء إذا نعان فليستجيبوا لي وليؤمنوا بي لعلهم يرشدون وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم حسنوا أموالكم بالزكاة وداووا مرضاكم بالصدقة واستقبلوا أمواج البلاء بالدعاء والتضرع أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم Perhaps one of the most common lines that we might hear from time to time Sometimes we might hear ourselves saying it Is that I have a problem This is a very common line, something that we might have said many times And we hear from others many times And indeed dunya, dunya is darul imtihan, darul ibtila Allah Ta'ala has made dunya a place of, place of test, place of trial. This is spelt out in the Qur'an Sharif, in the ahadith of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ashaddun nasi bala'an al-anbiya, thumma al-amsal fal-amsal. The people who are tested most are those who are closest to Allah Ta'ala. The anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam. And then those who are next in rank. And then those who are closest to them in rank. So dunya is a place of tests. It's a place of imtihan. And as a result from time to time We might have also said this That I have a problem And we hear this from others also But while this place is a place of imtihan and test and trial but Allah Ta'ala has not given us the support that we need And the solution that we require In every problem A parent who has some kind of compassion let alone a very great deal of compassion. First, a parent who has a little bit of kindness, a little bit of compassion also, if he sends his child out into some foreign place and is going to be a lot of challenging situations, etc. But he assures him, don't worry, you have a full support. You go there, you work there, or study there, whatever it is. But in the interim, you have a full support, whatever backup you need. But despite all let alone that parent who has a little bit of compassion, that parent who has 200% compassion and kindness, and he's prepared to do anything and everything. But all his backup and support also is very limited. There are times when he says, I don't know what to do. There are times when that parent also says, I'm helpless. I can't do anything for you. Depending on what the situation might be, many a times that becomes a response of a parent also. But Allah Ta'ala is the creator and the sustainer. Any parent, parent is also muhtaj. He's totally in need. And anyone and everyone in this dunya, no matter how powerful he might be, no matter how influential he might be, no matter what context he might have, but everyone and every, every single person is muhtaj. He's totally dependent. And the only being independent is Allah. Allah alone is Al-Ghani totally independent of anyone and everyone. 
And Allah Ta'ala is the creator, the sustainer, the nourisher. Allah Ta'ala sent us into dunya. Allah Ta'ala placed us into this darul imtihan and ibtila, this place of trial and test. But Allah Ta'ala provided us the means to come out of every difficulty. Allah Ta'ala provided us the support, the solution to every problem. The primary solution to every problem Allah Ta'ala has spelled out in the Quran Sharif. The one who adopts taqwa, and this is the comprehensive solution to everything. The one who adopts taqwa, Allah Ta'ala will grant him a solution out of every problem. And grant him risk and sustenance from sources he cannot imagine. This is the primary aspect. Anything and everything then will build upon this. Minus taqwa from the equation, then we are trying to build on quicksand. If a person wants to build a building, then he has to build a foundation first. And depending on how strong that foundation is, how deep that foundation is, that how high that building can then be erected upon it. Take the foundation out, he can't even build a little shack on it also. That shack also will collapse someday. So the first thing and the most important thing is the foundation. Allah Ta'ala has spelt out the foundation, that the foundation is taqwa. Taqwa is total obedience to Allah Ta'ala. That whatever Allah Ta'ala has commanded that this should be done, that the person is submitting to it. Five times salah has to be performed, he's performing his five times salah. Zakat has to be discharged, he's giving his zakat correctly. He has to fast in the month of Ramadan, he's fasting. If hajj is compulsory upon him, he's doing it. And likewise, refraining from what Allah Ta'ala has forbidden. That is an equal obligation. Just as it is compulsory to perform salah, it is compulsory to refrain from interest. Equally compulsory. In a different wording, it's called haram. But change the wording around, it's compulsory to refrain from it. Just as it's compulsory to fast in the month of Ramadan, it's compulsory to refrain from gambling, from looking at haram, from indulging in all the other vices. So this is what taqwa is all about, doing what Allah Ta'ala has commanded, and at the same time refraining from what Allah Ta'ala has forbidden. Then this has now brought about taqwa in a person's life. And a person says, but I'm insan and I'm weak. The person who has slipped up, he's made a mistake, but then without any delay, he sincerely repents, shed tears of remorse and regret, cries to Allah Ta'ala, begs Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness, not just something passing in the wind, some lip service, but genuinely, truly from the depth of his heart, begs Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness and resolves not to commit that same wrong in the future, then Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness comes and his taqwa is still intact. Now this solution we're looking to all the problems that we have, looking for a solution to those problems. But this is the first step to that solution. And Allah Ta'ala has kept the solution to everything in taqwa. Then together with this, Allah Ta'ala has provided tremendous support to this banda of his. Any person who has an issue, the first thing he's looking for is some contact. Depending how major the issue is, he's looking for such greater contacts. He's looking for such influential people. He's looking for somebody who's got, maybe somebody in a high position on speed dial. So now he's trying to see how this person can now contact somebody for me.
Allah Ta'ala says you need no other contact. In reality, you need to contact Allah Ta'ala. If a person has contacted Allah Ta'ala, then Allah Ta'ala will put all the other things in place for him. And Allah Ta'ala granted us that speed dial of dua. That speed dial which never ever comes with a response of engaged. That speed dial which never ever comes with a response of not available. Allah Ta'ala has provided us the speed dial of dua. Now this is that aspect that we have to think about and ponder over. That in all the issues we have, all the difficulties that we face, all the challenges that we have over upon us and in front of us, and whatever other things we complain about and cry about, but how much have we turned to Allah Ta'ala in dua? We've spent hours sometimes in meetings trying to sort the issues out. We've spent many, many moments and minutes and hours talking to people on the phone to try and tell them, please do this for me or sort that out for me. Or what can you do to help me? And we've traveled many, many kilometers and hours sometimes to try to meet somebody to try and get him to help us in our situation. But how much of time we've taken, now if you add all this up, it sometimes in a month will add up to maybe a couple of days. All that hours put together will add up to a couple of days in a month. Maybe two, three days of time. 50, 60, 70 hours we might have spent in all the meetings to solve our problems and in all the discussions and in all the phone calls and in the traveling time and in the complaining to people also. If we add that into the equation, then it will come up to maybe sometimes many, many days of time in every month. But how many minutes have we spent in earnest dua contacting and building our link with Allah Taala, in whose control is the solution to every problem so that we have not done illa mashallah or hardly a bit after salah perhaps we'll raise our hands but we don't even know where our mind is where our heart is we heard the imam sahab saying rabbana atina fi dunya hasana so we automatically said ameen and then when we heard him saying bi rahmatika ya rahman rahimin we also just turned our hands on our face but what happened in between we don't know nothing that is not the dua that is going to open the doors of rahmat for us. Everyone has a complaint. We have complaints of every sort. We have problems. We have challenges. Sometimes it's a financial matter. It's some illness. It's some problem with the maybe somebody is complaining about their spouse. Somebody about their child. Somebody even about their parent. Somebody about some financial matter. Everyone has some issue or the other. But how much have we turned to Allah wa ta'ala? Allah Ta'ala in the Qur'an Sharif says وَإِذَا سَأَلَكَ عِبَادِي عَنِّي فَإِنِّي قَرِيبُ أُجِيبُ دَعْوَةَ الدَّعِ إِذَا دَعَانِ فَلْيَسْتَجِيبُ لِي وَلْيُؤْمِنُوا بِي لَعَلَّهُمْ يَرْشُدُونَ That when my servant asks about me in the initial days somebody came and asked Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Is Allah Ta'ala close? We should whisper to him Is he very close? Is Allah Ta'ala distant away? Must we shout out to him? Allah Ta'ala responded, when my servant asks about me, فَإِنِّي قَرِيبٌ I am very close. And I hear and answer the call of the one who calls unto me. فَلْيَسْتَجِيبُ لِي They should respond to me. Allah Ta'ala is saying, I am asking them to call now. أُدْعُونِي أَسْتَجِبْ لَكُمْ Call unto me, I will answer your call. So فَلْيَسْتَجِيبُ لِي They should respond to me. Allah Ta'ala has called upon us to adopt taqwa. We should respond to that. وَلْيُؤْمِنُوا بِي Allah Ta'ala says, have total faith in me. No faith in anybody else. Nobody can do anything. No person on any position is capable of doing anything. 
nobody with any expertise, medical or any other expertise can do anything. We will adopt all these means. We'll adopt the means that Allah Ta'ala has made permissible. But Allah Ta'ala says, well, yu'minu bi. That faith in Allah alone, conviction in Allah alone, the means can't do anything. Allah alone does. This is the need of the moment to turn our attention to Allah Ta'ala. Now we want that solution to our problems. Allah Ta'ala has given us that solution in the Quran Sharif. Foundation of taqwa. The month of Ramadan is approaching. The whole month of Ramadan, the theme is taqwa. But that taqwa will be achieved in Ramadan if the preparation started now. Otherwise the month of Ramadan will come and go also and a person will think now, well okay, I, I think I did something, I don't know what I did. But the month of Ramadan also, the sins didn't stop and the person's phone didn't stop and the sites that he was visiting didn't stop and the haram chatting didn't stop and all the other evils carried on and he performed his tarawih, he kept his fast and felt, well I did my duty to Ramadan. But how much taqwa was achieved? If the effort to achieve taqwa and inculcate taqwa doesn't start now, from the month of Rajab, Nabi Wasallam, he conditioned our minds, Allahumma barik lana fi rajabi wa sha'ban, wa balighna ramadan, upon the sighting of the moon of Rajab, Nabi Wasallam recited this dua, Allah grant us barakat in the months of Rajab and Sha'ban, and enable us to reach Ramadan, making us conscious that the preparation for Ramadan must start now. Tawbah, sincere tawbah, istighfar, and inculcating the habit of dua from now. Otherwise the very precious moments of Ramadan will come and go, and we will have barely made some, some customary dua. Yes, some customary dua. But trying to wake up in the late part of the night, and beseeching Allah wa ta'ala. This is what is required. In the private moments, in our own solitude, Turning our hands towards Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala, our begging bowl that Allah Ta'ala has given us ready. We don't have to go and fetch it from anywhere. My banda will need to beg me sometimes at any time, in any place. So his begging bowl is with him. All he does is puts his two hands together and his begging bowl is ready. He doesn't have to go fetch it anywhere. And when he goes to sleep, he doesn't go to leave it anywhere. His begging bowl is with him all the time. But we are raising it to others. We are raising it to the makhluk. One person came to one governor centuries ago. He came to one governor to ask for something, some help. So he happened to be sent into that place where the governor used to be attending to people. So it was probably his free time or something. So when he got there, coincidentally the governor at that time was engaged in salah. And he was in sajda. And he was making dua to Allah Ta'ala and begging for his own needs. Now this person saw this and he overheard this governor is also making dua and he is asking Allah Ta'ala it crossed his, it struck his heart that if he is asking Allah Ta'ala he is also in need. So why should I ask him? Why don't I also ask Allah Ta'ala alone? But now he, he spoke out aloud because this struck him and in that moment he exclaimed this. Why should I ask him then? Let me also ask Allah Ta'ala. And saying this he turned and left. But this governor in Sajda overheard him. So when he completed his salah, he asked the people who had come in, send him, call him, bring him back. So they went and found him and they brought him back. They brought him back, so he gave him 10,000, whatever currency of that time, dirhams. He gave him 10,000 dirhams. And he said to him, that the same being who I was asking and the same being who you decided to turn to, he gave you this. 
Allah Ta'ala put it in my heart to give it to you. Allah Ta'ala gave you. I didn't give you. Now this is that need that we turn our attention earnestly to Allah Ta'ala. All these things that are around us, everything comes and goes, but we have not turned to Allah Ta'ala. We haven't turned our attention to Allah Ta'ala. So in the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala is exhorting us. Now this is what we need to reflect on. How much have I turned to Allah Ta'ala? I've spoken to so many people and I've done so many things and I've made so many efforts. How many minutes have I spent asking Allah Ta'ala? Not just in some parrot fashion way. First, we definitely should make dua by reciting the duas of the Quran Sharif, some duas of the, from the Sunnah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Then in our own words, what we understand best, begging Allah wa Ta'ala and making a habit of this and creating this environment of dua in our homes. That everybody must turn to Allah Ta'ala. Any need, turn first to Allah Ta'ala. In the Hadith Sharif, Rasulullah Sallallahu gives us this lesson very, very clearly that we turn to Allah Ta'ala first in any situation. And the main means that we adopt are the means that connect us first to Allah Ta'ala. Then the material means. Then any other means that Allah Ta'ala has made permissible. But not before having turned to Allah Ta'ala. In the Hadith Sharif, Rasulullah says, Hassinu amwalakum zakat." That you want to protect your wealth before you put all the other protections in place and whatever other systems you want to put in place. Whatever is within the limits of Sharia, no problem. Adopt it. Don't leave things lying around. Take care of it. But first, Nabi Islam says, take care of your wealth, protect it by ensuring that you have discharged your zakat correctly. That is the biggest protection of your wealth. You want to protect your wealth? Step one, discharge your zakat correctly. Calculate it properly and discharge it to those who are truly deserving of it, the correct recipients. Then that zakat has been discharged. Not any haphazard just calculation of any sort. Not sure whether this is really the correct calculation. Not even aware that there must be a zakat date. And on that specific date, the liability of zakat has to be calculated. Now just any time at random, any part of the year, well, Ramadan has come, so sometimes it was the first of Ramadan and sometimes the middle of Ramadan. Whereas the actual liability of zakat can fluctuate tremendously from day to day. And now the person just randomly just calculated on some day, as a result he ended up short paying. Because of the miscalculation. He didn't even have that knowledge that there's supposed to be a specific zakat date according to the lunar year. And every year, as long as that nisab didn't come to zero, he'll have to calculate on that specific date particularly, not any other date. Then whenever he's discharged, is a different matter. But the calculation will happen on that specific date. So now Nabi Islam is saying, protect your wealth with zakat. Treat your ill, your patients with sadaqa. Nabi Salaam didn't say it's not permissible to adopt medication. He himself adopted medication. To make this a means for the ummah to learn that this is sunnah, you may adopt it. Do so. But step one, turn to Allah Ta'ala. Turn to Allah Ta'ala, give sadaqa. For Allah Ta'ala alone. Da'u mardakum bis sadaqa. وَاسْتَقْبِلُوا أَمْوَاجَ الْبَلَاءِ بِالدُّعَاءِ And prepare for the waves of challenges. You are all the time being given all kinds of 
warnings and being frightened with all kinds of waves, stories of waves and first wave and second wave and third wave and Allah knows best how many waves. On that point of waves you must also think carefully if I have created an ocean of sins then I have created the waves of difficulties also. And collectively if we have put forward an ocean of sins and all the various vices that the Ummah has been bringing out of their lives all the time gambling, zina, interest, zulm and oppression upon the servants of Allah Ta'ala in various levels and ways and lying and cheating and fraud and abandoning salah and zina of the eyes and the haram chatting and Allah knows best what not and the pride and the arrogance and the malice and jealousy and all the sins of the heart now we have put forward a, an ocean of sins then are we surprised if there's waves of challenges and difficulties then so the first foundation as we discussed right at the beginning we want solution to our problems is taqwa the sins must stop the interest must be forsaken the gambling and zina must stop the haram and illicit contacts must stop and the zulm and oppression must stop and the commands of Allah Ta'ala must be brought alive that's the foundation and then together with that then Nabi Salaam is saying وَاسْتَقْبِلُوا أَمْوَاجَ bala." that these waves of challenges then come you prepare for it with dua with dua and with humility in front of Allah Ta'ala become a humble slave of Allah Ta'ala and beseech him in all humility not in a kind of well by the way manner and well I don't necessarily need to do this but well I just have to now do it for the sake of doing it then we are showing a level of independence from Allah Ta'ala what can we expect Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with countless bounties without us asking anything Allah Ta'ala blessed us with all our physical na'mads did we ask him for our eyes did we ask him for our ears did we ask him for this tongue we speak with all the whole day did we ask him for these hands and legs and again together with not having asked anything did we deserve any of this we didn't deserve anything but Allah Ta'ala blessed us with these countless na'mads though we didn't ask it and neither did we deserve it now over and above that we still want something more but we don't want to ask him also and then we have some issues and challenges but we don't want to ask Allah Ta'ala so dua must become a very prominent part of a mu'min's life not a by the way thing not something as an afterthought must become a part of his life in the Quran Sharif Allah Ta'ala has mentioned du'as of Anbiya wassalam. those whose speed dial was all the time not even necessary because they were totally in contact 24-7 speed dial is for the person who still needs to build a contact but somebody whose line is all the time connected what speed dial he needs the Anbiya wassalam, were continuously connected to Allah but yet Allah Ta'ala mentions so many du'as of the Anbiya in the Quran Sharif what is this for? is to give us this message and lesson that look at these servants of mine they were so close to me they were people who were accepted in my court of the highest level of acceptance but yet they did not shirk in du'a rather they made so much of du'a that one cannot even fathom how much du'a they made so these were such beloved servants of Allah Ta'ala to him and they were so close to Allah wa Taala, accepted in his court sinless and masoom 
But yet they exerted themselves in dua so much. And they made dua of every kind of dua that we can think what we should be asking for. Anbiya Ali Musallam made these duas. Any good action they did, such a great action like building the Kaaba Sharif, Hazrat Ibrahim and Ismail Salaam, Rabbana taqabbal minna, innaka anta sami'ul alim. Giving us this message, Allah Ta'ala is mentioning this in the Quran Sharif. They did such an accepted amal, but they didn't feel that they did anything that was worthy of acceptance. They're begging Allah Ta'ala, Allah is not worthy of, our effort is not worthy of acceptance. Allah, out of your grace you accept it. Rabbana taqabbal minna. We are being taught in the Quran Sharif, people are complaining, somebody, some spouse is complaining about, the husband is complaining about the wife, and wife is complaining about the husband, and somebody is complaining about the child. But have we made dua, the dua which Allah gave us in the Quran Sharif? The dua that a person should be making all the time. Rabbana hablana min azwajina wa dhurriyatina qurrata Allah bless us with spouses, with offspring, for the coolness of our eyes. We complained about it to everybody, but did we make dua? We didn't make dua yet. And now we want that solution. It starts off with dua. Whether it is a financial issue, whether it is some other matter, whether it is some emotional problem, whether it's illness, whether it's somebody troubling us, committing zulm upon us, whatever matter it might be, it starts off with dua. And not one time, Hazrat Anas once there was drought, severe drought, so the person in charge of his orchards came, and he said, there's been no rain. In other words, the orchards are all drying up. There's going to be no crops. There's nothing in fact. So Anas said, what he did? He started phoning the agriculturist. He started phoning somebody else. He put his musalla down, made wuzu, put his musalla and started with salah. And then he made dua. And after having made dua, then he called the person. He asked him, can you see any clouds? He said, no, not nothing. He started another two rakats of salah. Who we are talking about? Hazrat Anas radiallahu ta'ala an. Khadimur Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa Who spent 10 years in the service of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa That proximity and that acceptance and made another two rakats of salah. Made dua again. Can you see any clouds? No, I can't see any clouds. Third time, fourth time. Finally says, in the distance I can see something like this, the size of a wing of a bird. Carried on again. Carried on again. And then he says, now the clouds have really built up. And then it started raining. And it started really raining. So when it started really raining, then he completed his salah and said to him, now you mount the horse and go and see how far is it raining. He mounted the horse and he came back. He said, it's not far off, just in the area. In other words, just covering our lands. Just covering our orchards. Allah Ta'ala sent these rains specifically for his orchards. But did he make two rakats and say, I did my job? Did he make two rakats and say, I already made dua? He repeated the dua, two rakats, another dua, another two rakats, another dua. We didn't even raise our hands in dua yet properly. So we need to ask from Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala, we need to make this, we, ha- we normally want to look for some very, very fancy solutions to things, some very complicated solutions, then it sounds something that's worth the while to us. Allah Ta'ala gave us the simplest of solutions. On the fa- foundation of taqwa, build with dua. But the foundation we have to put in place. The foundation of taqwa, and then we build upon it with dua. And Allah Ta'ala is saying, Ud'uni astajib lakum, call unto me, I will answer your duas. May Allah wa Ta'ala grant us all every khair of dunya and akhirat. Allah Ta'ala remove every difficulty and hardship, and make us people of dua. Wa akhiru da'wana, alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin.